0: Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Milburger's Landscaping and Nursery. On 9:30 a.m., the answer. Ready? <laughs>
1: Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. Oh, we found them. 866-308-8867. We're here at Millburgers today. It's overcast. A bit humid, uh, but uh, it's nice out here. Uh,
2: Really?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Where did you know? I almost slipped right by it. No, it's just a
4: bit bit humid. (laughs) He, as has, he, as he hates he, to say he, anything bad. Yeah, he's, I know. He, he's, he's, he's paddling to get a little fresh oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just,
1: uh, you know, could yeah. be worse, right? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see what the humidity in San Antonio is now.
3: I got news. Oh, no. Good news. Uh-huh. Uh, my ride was late yesterday. Okay. And so I had a chance to walk over to the beach stand.
1: Oh, okay.
3: And I, I brought y'all some peaches. Thank you for tasting. And uh, they're good. One I one I tasted was real good. Yeah, they're very good. It's a new one, uh, a new variety that I've never heard of. It's called Summer Gold. And uh, he was going to bring a lot for today. He's here today.
1: hmm Right uh, where you pull in.
3: Yeah. And uh, they sell, they sell I think he sells for ten dollars a little bucket. Uh, hey, thank you, and that's <laughs> that's uh and they're good, and Calvin has confirmed mm-hmm. that they're good, even though we don't know the variety, but uh, he says, <laughs> the peach guy said, well, uh, they're described as not being a freestone, but they are a freestone. Free okay, yeah. and uh, they got a good, one. now that's the good news. They got a, got them today. The bad news is they're only going to have peaches for the next two weeks. Oh wow! So hurry. And I said, "Wait a minute. Where is Redskin?" Yeah. That I've been. I love Redskin. Big old. Usually, they're pretty big fruit, freestone, and uh, they didn't. Ha- they didn't. He says they don't have that in the orchard. Huh? It's a newer orchard. And okay. Redskins, an old old variety. Huh. Well, but that's that's
1: bro- it is. that's we like old old things. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I sure do. <laughs> but I I know a couple of producers up there, uh, Schumacher's. Uh, not Schumacher, but anyway, up there, right before you get to Wildseed Farm, he usually has redskins. So I'll need to give him a call. See when Studebaker. That's mm. his name. After the car. Okay. <laughs> he, he, he works for a, a Dr. Larry Stein quite a bit and Jim Commas. And I've, I've helped him prune the trees. They had some experimental trees up But uh, anyway, that's the that's the updated report. I'm okay, sad, well, yeah. sad to see him go yeah. run out of peaches.
4: But, but it's, the, yeah, it's the end of, well, let's see, halfway through July. yeah So you, we're...
3: Usually my redskins <laughs> come out in, uh, about now.
4: Yeah. Oh, later, okay. Because they, they're so big and they take so long to ripen. Well, you know, in my peach orchard, we were done the first week in June. Oh, yeah, you had the early peach. Orchard. June, yeah, it's, uh, um, uh, June gold and, uh... Can't even remember the other, other one was even earlier. Spring <laughs> gold, spring gold. There you go. And they were all finished by Uh-oh, by yeah. June. That's they were supposed to give Texas the advantage of having the earliest peaches on the market. And it, it worked for one year for Uh-oh. me because that that's when the the peaches from Chile yeah. started coming in mm. yeah, and, and uh, of course they are available whenever you need needed them. No, oh, uh, yeah and uh, yeah, they, changed the oh. price. The price cut, <laughs> was cut in half, at, at least.
3: Yeah. That's the way, uh, the way it goes with farmers. Uh, they <laughs> used to have a guy, Albert Ivey, who uh, lived in Carrizo Springs, right outside of Carrizo Springs. And uh, he used to... All the farmers would watch what he planted they would plant that too and uh, he made millions of several crops one being cabbage he did that several t- several years millions of dollars and uh he did that on bell pepper one year several hmm. years but uh <laughs> but like you say the sad thing about it was when he made his bunny on it other farmers would do it the following year, and kill oh, and, and flood the market, kill it. But anyway, that's farming.
1: Yeah, farming doesn't seem seems quite romanticized, <laughs> but
3: maybe not as easy
1: or no, as uh, romantic. No. Well,
4: in in Minnesota, they had uh, I think they called it was it winter wheat or spring spring wheat. Six weeks, they that's all it took. Yeah, and the price would be. I mean, they would make yeah. enough, make enough for their new equipment, their payments, <laughs> and uh, to cover themselves for the next seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. But then they would get the same exact thing. There, would be nothing. There'd be no profit <laughs> for a few years. Yeah.
3: All
1: uh, right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty
3: eight sixty seven. Oh. Did you come in the front? Mm-hmm. Milton. Mm-hmm. Did you see those vinca basket uh, pots right next to the sidewalk? Purple. Mm-mm. Look at them. You can see them from here. See the uh, oh, yeah. purple flowers? Yeah. Uh, again, some of the most beautiful uh, plants in larger pots that I've ever seen. Are oh, the vincas? Yeah.
1: What do you think of those blue pombagos? Did you see those yet?
3: Yeah. Uh, no. Where, yeah. where <laughs>
1: they're, they're were they? they right there. <laughs> have you seen those?
4: Uh, yeah. And the... Uh, <laughs> they've thinned out. Two-foot... Two yes, yes, they have
1: thinned out. I've seen people leaving with them.
4: The two-foot Esperanzas there, too, blooming up the storm. Okay. Except the people are... Uh, pick, pick those out of there. Um,
3: yeah. Yeah. They buy the ones with blooms, don't they? They do that. I don't know why. I don't know why. I guess there must be some reason. I, uh, <laughs> and they're, they're from a different nursery. Yeah, they're from the old <coughs> color spot now. Which this one, this new color, the new color spot. Yeah, is still, uh, well, it has the ones that are blooming.
4: That's the color spot. Yeah.
3: Oh, good. Well, it's under new management. But uh, I had had one of the employees look at it, uh, look and see where it was from. I was going to make sure it wasn't from where those came from. So uh it's from that nursery. And it's the one everybody's buying because it's small and it has blooms on it. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to change our our recommendations when you buy an Esperanza that you should only only buy plants with blooms on it.
4: Gosh, that seems yeah, that seems pretty drastic, but I guess it's a, something yeah. we should Well uh, you know, it probably is something we should have done 10 years ago. <laughs> well, we, I cleaned
3: up uh and had Greg down to look at them. And uh, that fool was, <laughs> they had a big block of uh, the wrong, es- color, wrong Esperanza. And I took Greg out there, color spot at that time, and I showed him the Esperanzas. They weren't blooming, of course, because they weren't gold stars. And uh, he jumps out of the truck, and he gets excited and starts looking at every plant. He said, this is a wonderful gene pool. I said, fool, they're they're supposed to be gold star. He said, can we make some selections out of this? I said, damn right, because I'm going to try to get them to throw them away, which they did eventually and got the right gold star. And uh, got the planted them all around the nursery, and that's where they get the cuttings from. The ones that Greg was so excited about were from Florida uh, seedlings, hmm. They're all from seeds. That's why they were different. So uh, anyway, they got theirs cleaned up pretty good.
1: All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. It's sixty three percent humidity. Oh, that's all, huh? Did, yeah, that's what it says.
4: <laughs>
3: it
1: seems uh, thicker, does it?
4: It does, but that 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 is a high humidity when the temperature is so high. Yeah,
3: and uh, walking in, I also <laughs> I can barely get here uh, from looking at the p- pretty plants they got out there. Beautiful portulaca. You know, we were we were looking at some on on the uh, carts going yeah. out yesterday, but those things are full bloom portulaca. Uh, mall froze, and uh they're on the left as you walk in the main gate, and they they're, they're show stoppers, <laughs> but they still have I don't think they're quite as bad as first lane but have that
4: tendency to close oh yeah in yeah, no, the they're, evening. yeah they're not as bad as first lane and okay. Yeah, you, 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 you get, you see the blooms. Yeah. <laughs> they're blooming when you leave for work, and they're blooming when you get You're back. Right, right, Which is not all. Uh,
3: supposedly, that cross was made in uh, Corpus Christi uh, by a, a great nurseryman down there. Uh, and uh, supposedly, that's where the modern-day purse came from. But it's still edible, Milton Oh, okay, it really goes well with uh, chayote.
4: Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Oh man, the a- anything goes well. well sure. Yeah. That's oh right. man. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin.
1: Y'all are just mean. <laughs> you find such a great squash, and y'all squash we're, we're, it. We're wait.
4: We're waiting to try one of your famous reci- uh, recipes. Right? Okay, I'll there have you to. Go. I was going to bring. I forgot to bring a. Uh, oh, the, what's <laughs> my? What's my? Calabasa. Oh yeah, I've got some of those that are ready to be harvested.
3: You you mean tatuma? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: I got uh, Trace is the only one that will comfortably eat these, so I brought That's some good. for Trace. Yeah. I, I
3: see you. They can taste them. I haven't tried them yet. Didn't bring a lot. You want one? <laughs> no. Okay. And you had a, you got a yellow one there. I do. Sure. Isn't that yellow? Which one? No, they're all pretty orange. Huh? There's one that's a little less orange. Measured. What? You got four peppers there. Yeah. Right. And so they're all I orange. It. Right. Huh? Where's the red one? No, no, no. I don't have any red. Uh, that's they're what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you said yellow. <laughs> that's... The orange is rarer than the red. I know. The r- orange comes from
4: the red.
1: Yeah. No, that's why... Uh, now, I felt a great deal of responsibility to perpetuate the orange gene. That's like the
4: there's five team. to me there.
1: Yeah, there's five. Did you want one?
4: No, thanks. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Calvin. No. Not. No, We've we're given we're you a nice peach. I've uh, gotten used to would I wouldn't. eat the jalapenos now, but that's as far as I can go. We, w-
3: we wouldn't give you something. Trey we're says too these hot. are not hot. Yeah. I know, but uh, if you're <laughs> used to uh, yeah.
4: a hot pepper. Yeah. You make you, you some pretty wild uh,
3: determinations. Uh, looking at, uh, I guess that was last weekend.
1: Uh-oh, wait, we gotta get, we got to talk to Jeff real quick. Sorry. Okay. Jeff and Larry on the line at 210-308-8867. Sorry, Jeff, what's going on? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South. Texas, how you doing today?
5: Good so far. Um, Good. My lawn maintenance company has come out and told me that the Bermuda that is starting to grow in my zoysia
2: <laughs> can't
5: he can't treat. There's nothing that will kill the Bermuda that won't hurt the zoysia. And if I want to get rid of it, my only choice is to come in and take it all out and re-sod the zoysia and start over. Is that why, accurate? What?
4: What kind of what kind of zoysia is it?
5: Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, is
4: it? Has uh, been it's, there a long time? Is it soft?
5: Uh, we. No, we put it in uh, five years ago.
4: Five years. Could be emerald. Yeah. yeah well, that's a, is a a wide blade or a, a little Arab, tiny yeah. blade.
5: Pretty wide.
4: Yeah. The well, that's that's, that's basically situation. correct.
3: It could be El Toro.
4: Yeah, but uh, it, that, is it is it not a you know, generally our zoysia is, is well-known for being a really tight sod, and I, I take it this isn't a tight sod.
5: Well, that's what they told me early on, not to worry about it. The Zoisia is so compact growing, it'll choke it out.
2: <laughs>
5: and, and I I finally decided about a week ago that if there's a battle going on in my yard, uh, the Bermuda is winning.
3: No, um, oh, yeah.
2: Oh, wins yeah.
4: every time. <laughs> I don't know nothing, anything that'll cry it out. But, no, you can't. I mean, there's no, you can, you herb, can, no herbicide yeah. that you can
3: use. To. You can hide it by mowing uh, the, the St. Augustine high.
4: But it's not, it's here I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but if you mow it uh, two feet, now, how how extensive is it? I mean, is it real obvious, the Bermuda grass?
5: Oh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah in one section, it's probably twenty five percent of the area is is the deep green bermuda uh, and it appears to be spreading I,
3: I, I well, yeah once gets once it, gets, it.
4: <laughs> once gets started in there that's it's difficult to control it. I'm looking i um uh, when i when I had some problems or a neighbor had some problems with that uh, Bermuda and Zoysia, um, we used a, a wick applicator, and wh- what what well, what you did is you touched. The you know, yeah, once w- once per let, week you went through. Out. Once per week you went through and touched the uh, Bermuda grass uh, with the wick applicator, and you got you did get some of the uh, Zoysia too, but. You know, you, you, with with these wick applicators, you can really direct most of the the uh, herbicide action. So, if you keep at it, you can get you can get control. If if you're uh, encouraging your your zoysia, uh, mow it two inches tall, um, and uh, fertilize it on a regular basis. It's, but the zoysia is not. It's not thick, or is it look, look look good and thick? Oh,
5: yeah. Uh, all around where the Bermuda is, it, it the grass looks gorgeous. Uh, no problem at all. It's-
4: ah. Well, try that. I don't suppose you have a wick applicator. They're hard to find <laughs> no. nowadays. But you can go to the Internet and just uh, go look up wick applicator, and they'll be, I don't know, 19 bucks <laughs> or something like that. And then you use... Uh, uh, Oh, one of the weed, grassy weed uh, insecticides, uh, pre- herbicide, herbicides. I'm sorry, but the uh, uh, like uh, grassy gone or yeah. A, uh, yeah, there's you know there's nine I'm, or ten I'm of
3: them. I'm wondering, and may, maybe somebody's tried this, or maybe we've recommended it before, but you know, uh, fusilade and post and all those. Uh, like the one you said, Grass Be Gone uh, by Ortho were specifically used and uh, uh, formulated to kill Bermuda grass and Johnson grass out, out of watermelons. I mean, hmm. they, they only kill the grasses. So what I would recommend you try, since you got such a large area of them. Is get some post or uh, fusilage products, and uh, let's see what's the main one. Uh, But anyway, try some of those in a a small area that's got the thickest Bermuda grass, and spray it right over the top. Let the Bermuda grass get taller. I'm talking about, you know, over the zonder. And uh, see if that will kill the Bermuda and not hurt the zoysia. Now, I, I don't know if that'll work or not. That,
4: yeah, I would be, I would guess it'll take the zoysia too, but but no, you can do a, a combination that. experiment. You can do the that wick applicator too, and touch the with the, the fusilade. Touch those. You know, have another section where you just where you you touch. You touch those offending Bermuda grass, and and you it you, you usually won't kill much other than uh, that Bermuda right. grass that you touch. But try try that try the couple of those experiments like that. And uh, well, if you got a wick applicator, you could touch the tops of the
3: Bermuda around oh. them. Well, Jeff, does that help you? Yeah, um,
5: the, the wick applicator. It, it by physically touching, as opposed to some kind of aerosol spray.
4: Yeah, right. That's right. And it, and it's uh, and you gotta you you gotta have a uh, psychology that's ready for it too, because you you use her- almost no uh, herbicide. You know, you you put it in as concentrate, um, and then you. All you have to do is touch it, you know, there's no real obvious. Yeah, you won't see the wetness. Yeah, <laughs> and, but it works It works really well. I, can, I can't use the wick applicator. Oh, I like, I like I've them.
3: Killed, I've killed a whole bunch of blue bonnets mm. <laughs> trying to get, put, putting the uh, wick applicator on the, using Roundup and uh-huh. trying to get rid of the purslane and uh, henbit. Uh-huh. Thing, Thanks,
4: thing. Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Great let us together. know. I would go. Yeah. Okay, Larry's
1: on. You take care, man. Larry's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Larry. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today?
6: Very well. Very well. Here's my question. Um, actually, I have two questions. Uh, I bought some acreage up near Rock Springs, about forty acres, and it had been cleared uh, of cedar and a lot of a lot of junk. Maybe it twenty twenty
3: five. It didn't have any rocks on it, did
6: Just a few. <laughs> uh, anyway, there's. I always say when it rains a half inch up there, it's it's like it really rained an inch. Because right. half of that leaks off the rocks to the dirt. Anyway,
2: yeah.
6: <laughs> uh, it's been cleared. But now I'm getting a lot of second growth uh, oak and scrub oak and persimmon. And I, um, uh, I under, I've i heard you before say that you can cut this and dab something on the cut stump that will kill these right. plants.
2: Right.
3: <laughs> uh, the Yeah, it's called uh, cut, vine, and stump, right? right?
4: Well, if it's a big field, it, I mean, you're 40 <laughs> acres. Remedy. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's true, too.
3: Cut,
2: you, vine, you, and you, stump. And you stump don't vine? have to... Uh, Huh? Cut, you don't have
4: to. You don't have to protect anything else that's there. Yeah. Remedy is the same active ingredient as cut vine and stump killer. Right. Uh, but so if you you know so it's easier if you can just apply that. But. Uh, uh, that, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah.
6: Uh. So I can cut that and put about how much on each? Let's say something's oh, uh, two, two, two and a half inches. Follow.
3: You don't have to cut it back with remedy. Because no. it goes through the bark, and
7: the, yeah, and you it's got a better kill if it does, huh? You get a better kill if you get it into the vascular system faster. The,
4: this yeah. is this is a, 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 a forty acres that they just cleared too, so there shouldn't be much yeah. growth. You don't want any
3: of those, like persimmons. Uh, you know, a lot of people like those slick-barked persimmons. Well, I okay. don't mind a few. Okay.
6: But, uh, but. <laughs> so I can use cut vine stump killer. Where can I get a hold of that?
7: We we have that one. And if you go for the remedy that they're talking about, you're gonna to have to go to a feed store. Okay. A chemi- chemical store. Yeah.
6: Yeah. That's okay, a, and I can just dab got... this. I can just dab this on the cut stump.
4: Well, yeah, yeah. but forty acres.
6: <laughs> well, I can yeah. do a little at a time.
7: So okay. the- it, it, theoretically, it's not, so you can. Theoretically, you could put it in a pump sprayer. I don't think it's right. actually labeled for that, but
6: uh, will that kill grass?
7: Well, it'll probably
4: accidentally,
7: but I mean, it won't won't set it back very long. But but here's the deal, though: if you're going to do it out of a sprayer like that, it's really a two-person project. Somebody cuts the tree down, somebody sprays it immediately. Right. The sooner you get it on there, the better the kill.
4: But but if you're talking about a newly cleared field you you probably this uh, has been
6: about 20 years ago oh Oh, oh, okay because i was (laughs)
4: thinking we're talking about two feet tall and then you could do remedy just spray spray it on and it would yeah so how big are these things how big are they now
6: oh some things are you know some things are two feet tall and some things are about six feet tall uh, there's right. been a few good years up there where things have really started growing. You know, substantial mm. rain.
4: Okay. Well, look at the uh, look at your situation and look at the label instructions on the. But both okay. both of those will work to to uh, control the plants that are there.
3: Yeah, but uh, okay. You, and my you, second my you, second question
6: I have I have a plant growing up there that looks kind of like a holly. It's kind of light green colored, grows as a bush mostly, and it's very thorny and the the wood and the root are bright yellow. What is the name of that and how can I get rid of that?
7: The wood and the roots are bright All right, yellow. So I'm thinking he's describing agarita. Maybe.
6: Yeah, this is once it, you take does, the bark off, I'm talking about does, the actual wood.
7: Does the does the plant bloom?
6: Yeah, I think uh, it blooms some, and I think it makes red berries.
7: Maybe uh, I'm going to vote agarita. That's, that's agarita.
6: Is there a sure uh, way to get rid of that, or will these the vines?
7: The st- same chemical will do it.
6: Yeah. Same chemicals will get now, rid of it.
4: Now we have we have uh, hundreds of gardeners trying to save that. Uh. So. <laughs> uh, have you ever have, have you ever collected any
3: berries? Made no. jelly
6: out of them? Huh? No. But Great if anybody's answer. interested in getting some nice, very substantial plants, <laughs> I know where they Prob- can get them.
7: Probably you, won't transplant well. Could
3: you go ahead and, and dig about 20 or 25 of those for us? and pot Hey, them I've,
6: dug, I've dug that many. Let me tell you, that's why I'm asking about sprays.
3: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're kind of tough on that rocks up there. Just, yeah. I, think, I think you said you did have some rocks.
6: Oh, Just a little bit. Just <laughs> if you, you don't watch you know, and walk, you'll break your neck in a heartbeat.
7: In, yeah. in the old days, you'd take that plant and you'd put it underneath your kid's window. That way, they wouldn't sneak out at night.
3: You cool at it? They don't do that anymore. <laughs> That's child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the Trace. I have a dwarf Chinese Holly under mine. <laughs> oh man, you're mean, Trace. Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much for your help.
1: All, All right. Good, good. luck. You take care, Larry. All right, got to take a quick break and come back in a moment, but give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up, following the answer. 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. Toll free, it's 866 308 8867. The number to call, real quick, talking about Spider Man Pest Control. Uh, again, if mosquitoes are starting to bother you and uh, you want to get rid of them, go to the the website, go gospidermanpest.com, and learn more about the Into Care Mosquito Trapping System, which gets rid of mosquitoes almost like a bait for mosquitoes, uh, and uh, let them tell you how it works, because I can try, but basically the mosquitoes that fly in die, but before they die, they go out and they spread uh, a little bit of the uh, the chemical yeah. on other plants, and so that kills the other mosquitoes that are out there too, and they, uh, so uh, actually in some cases what Warren was saying was the more mosquitoes you have, the better it works, which is uh, which is kind of interesting. So uh, there's that. They can help you with roaches, which uh, seem to be high now. Uh, I don't know how your roaches are doing.
3: Oh, they're wonderful.
1: Are they? Okay. Uh, rodents, <laughs> things like that. Call them and give them a call. T- Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, online, where you can learn more about what they do at GoSpiderManPest.com. Johnson City, Joe is on the line. I told
3: you Joe, the block is called.
1: Oh, you said let him through. Oh, no, Oh, man. you got oh, to put these things in writing, today. will
3: you? <laughs> uh, What's
1: going on, Joe?
8: Hey, y'all, me amigos. Y'all doing all right?
1: Doing oh,
5: great.
8: Yeah. Oh, that's great. I was going to make a comment, too, about those wick uh, wickers. I've got one, too, and it's a little wide for some things. So what I do, I attach a, uh, a sponge to, a, uh, to the end of a stick. And you can get into tight places with that. You can change the size of the sponge. And you don't need to even buy one of those wickers. I've got one of those. I use it quite a bit, but I also use my one that I got tied to a, a stick. And well, what, kind
4: of, what kind of chemicals or what kind of herbicides and pesticides oh. do you use it for?
8: Well, herbicides. I use it mainly, uh, you know, roundup or a remedy uh, if I'm uh, putting it on, a, on uh-huh. a stump or something. Or uh, And you can get different sizes of sponges and just put it on there and just dab them and go home. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, how do, how also do
8: you also pasture guard on big stubs?
2: How but do some you? Some people uh, might
8: have to get an applicating license for pasture guard. I don't. I'm not for sure. But uh, it really how, works. And uh, how
3: do you how do you control the amount on I sque- the sponge? I
8: I, uh, I squeeze it against the bucket.
3: Okay. You dip it in a bucket.
8: Bucket of pry- yeah. Yeah. of uh, I, light, can, right. I got a little uh, one-gallon bucket, okay. and I just fixed my solution up in it.
4: Okay. And, and it's, it's, a, it's amazing if you've seen people use those. They just can't accept the fact that they're... That that, getting, that's my problem. You can't see the the material, you know. <laughs>
7: well, we so used it. I so have an dye. answer to that.
8: You, hey, you can get
7: Color that. a dye? Or? Yeah. Use yeah, the, you use the dye, dye, dye in it, and then you can still... I mean, we've got this product called Market Blue, that uh, yeah. like commercially you have to put that in when you're spraying around it, so people can see where you've been. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure helps the that, person I doing it see where they've the been. Yeah. Supply, even with uh, the wick, it uh, works with the wick. Well, it's yeah. blue, so as, <laughs> as long as blue stands out against whatever color, yeah, uh-huh. that's yeah, probably Yeah, you know, it'll work on that.
8: anything. Of course, I have a big sprayer, you know, for the ranch, and uh, I use it uh, all of that blue all the time. But anyway, I just yeah. wanted to pass that on because you, you could get into places with where where that where you can't with that. I, my wick is, uh, the, the one I bought, is a little big for some areas. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I was going to also call and give Jerry some. Jerry gave me hell one time. Just once? Panic. Just
1: once? Wow.
8: That hardly counts. There are Joe people that saying, "Joe, you're uh, behind. You need to uh, catch up." He always wants to know where I got my information. Well, I've sent uh, Milton a picture of uh, cowpin daisies that mm-hmm. I have, and uh, and I think Calvin and uh, Jerry gave me hell about planting cowpin daisies. <laughs> So I hope Milton shows you those pictures.
1: I already uh, did. Yeah, yeah did.
8: he did. He did just a minute ago. He must <laughs> yeah, have. Had, no, no, we he, only
1: he got could, him a few
4: minutes ago. Uh, so.
8: yeah, My, uh, yeah, that uh, that old man in the back. I had to get out of the home next door. <laughs> <laughs>
4: you know, yeah.
3: Was, the, uh, we we, t- we somebody one of our volunteers brought us some seed of that, so we grew some, and it. It looked, it bloomed like Joe's uh, picture is, but that damn thing spread all over the greenhouse. Every container huh. had a seed in it and mm-hmm. real yeah, plant it.
8: You it. it just mow. That's all you do. I, my front yard, as you can see, is not a lawn. <laughs>
3: right, yeah.
8: I just have but trails to... between beds is what I got. And, uh, and so if anything gets in the way where I don't want them, I just mow them. Now, I'm going to have, you say, where do you get the seeds? Well, of course, I got mine out of a horse pen. But you can get them from, uh, <laughs> uh, is it American Seed Company up, yeah. up around Junction? Right. You can get the seed there. In I thought the it was against the law to also, sell
3: that seed.
8: Uh, there's also a picture of, uh, of uh, the white plant that's growing there. That's buckwheat. And uh, mm. uh, butterflies love that buckwheat. And uh, it also improves the soil. Uh, that uh, the, uh, the, uh, the cowpin daisy is a host plant. I don't know if you can see it, but there's little bitty black caterpillars on, on that, uh, on that uh, beautiful cowpen daisy.
7: Oh jeez. Did you want to see the picture are, are again? They, are they from a butterfly <laughs> or a moth?
8: Uh, you know, I or don't do you know. know. Uh, they're
4: little black. Well, I, I would guess, I would guess if you know on the the annual sunflower the the one that usually is nest has caterpillars is bordered a bordered patch. It's it's a attractive butterfly. Okay, I'm There's, always for attractive butterflies. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little yeah. sm- small Smaller than a uh, monarch, for sure.
8: Now, my Uh, annual, uh, uh, what did you say, sunflower? Yeah, yeah, annual sunflower, yeah. I mean, they are huge. I've never seen them as tall as they are. Uh, You're right.
4: Uh, They're over uh, six
2: feet tall.
4: And I always tell people, you know, you want to keep them under control. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> as wonderful as they are, and as much as the birds like them, and everything, you just you don't want them to take over your whole yard. But like the cow yeah. daisy, well, these yeah, uh, you, you don't. You want them want. Daniel, wherever you want Daniel, them. Uh, the uh, sunflowers are ten, yeah. twelve feet tall.
3: Yeah. I heard yeah, that it was, uh, it uh, was illegal uh, to sell that seed or plants. Cow pen mm-hmm. daisy. You hear a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, you buy those I'd cows, hate for then. I'd hate for Joe to spend his last few years in the. You know, in the jail. Oh. <laughs> promoting that cowpin days. Would yeah, you call oh, us with your one call, Joe, after they arrest you? There or you, would go. you uh... Listen, if, if uh, I,
8: I would, uh, you look at the leaf on it. It's a beautiful
1: at, leaf. Do you want to see the go leaf again? Oh, man. Hang up on Here's you. the leaf. He's you can, see, you can see the leaf in there. Yeah.
8: Who's I'm going to old... make a base out of
3: those. Who's that old person in the back? Then? That's what he already explained. Uh, <laughs> I got him out. Next
4: door. Uh, I, w- I will. The, there's the leaf. <laughs> I will say. You, just hold it still. Oh, sorry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I will say. Here you go Trace. If you want to see the leaf. Uh, the, you're that, say that, the, that, it, that that Daisy is per, is better looking than the model that's standing behind. Oh, man, uh-huh. oh, Joe. Why well, are you picking
1: on Joe so much? <laughs> well,
8: that wasn't me. I told you who that was. Oh, okay. <laughs> Old man next
1: door. Oh, okay.
8: He was just wandering around the yard, didn't know where he was going. I just pointed him there. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, <laughs> I wanted to call and show uh, y'all how pretty those cowboys are. It's beautiful, Joe. And, and if, you, butter- if
3: you ever see another one that looks like that, please don't call us, okay? <laughs> Oh, I'll
8: only show do. you if it's prettier.
3: We'll, we'll call you. Don't call us. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. You take
1: okay, care, man. Joe. Bye-bye. Right. Hi, Joe. Thanks for sending it. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866 <laughs> 308 Eighty-eight, sixty-seven. What else is going on, Trace?
7: Oh, uh, we got all, all kinds of new stuff. You might have to help me remember what the uh, word we we're talking oh, about. Let's see. Time. Well, but no. I remember two more.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, so
7: we got in some Altheas finally.
1: Oh, uh, good.
7: Very limited in color selection. We sold half of them. Already. I know
1: people that that have been asking
2: and, about that.
7: And Jerry, did you see those grapes on your way up here? Where? Well, you can't miss them. They're eight feet tall. Oh, yeah. On oh, the stick back there. They're, they're <laughs> beautiful grapes. Are oh, they Victoria Red? Uh. I don't remember what variety. Okay.
1: Very cool. So we've got those, we've got the uh, Althea, and a lot of people have been talking about the Althea, like they want to replace the ones that they, they've lost and stuff. Ours? I bet but they
3: it, didn't lose Althea.
1: Oh, you don't think? Uh, we didn't lose ours, and it looked better this year oh, than yeah. it ever looked. It well, was uh, We
7: we covered ours, but that was the first thing to leaf out after the freeze. <laughs> so guess what? It <clears throat> was the first thing I sold out of after the freeze. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. And yeah, then, they
3: had pretty leaves on them, and... Big flowers. Do you promise. have the uh, the
1: blue one too? No, no. not yet. I,
7: no. Okay. You can, you can see which one. Uh, that's oh, the okay. color right there. So that pinky purple. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I've got a few bushes, and I think I still have one patio tree left that looks like that. Oh, okay. We sold the two big patio trees right off the back of the truck. They didn't even wow. make it off Isn't
3: that great?
4: And you? uh, you've got the fall tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. yes I saw we saw
3: somebody walking out with some. Lots of different tomatoes. Still,
4: still some of the uh, uh, Ruby Crush over there. Yeah, and uh, then of course all the large ones that we recommend, Celebrity.
7: So you fi- you fixed him up yesterday with those Ruby Crushes. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. but it was a little like
4: a <laughs> uh, pure torture to get.
3: <laughs> yeah, that Billy not he won't waste any time. No, he I heard was. you went at him. How That's far does Billy live from here?
7: Can't be very far because uh, he
1: got here like, pretty quick.
4: He seemed like he was right here. Yeah, he's ready. Yeah, he's ready. Well, and they, Billy is the kind of gardener you want growing anything for you. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> Bart, and we've got a whole list of, of gardeners that are very yeah. skillful and uh, mm-hmm. um, figure out ways to to be successfully grow things.
3: Yeah, we should. I should have had uh, Johnson City Joe in my volunteer group at the greenhouse. Because have done it I had a couple of people like d d Emery, oh and oh, we would be out there weeding we, we would
4: never we wouldn't have phoned
3: <laughs> Joe's body even no. <laughs> we would we uh, were weeding. we were periodically weeded the greenhouse of the pots at that plant and she would be going behind us picking up the weeds to take home what we call weeds and planting them. Okay, and how was her garden? How did it look? Uh, it was randomly planted. Okay, that's all and right. When she passed away, that's, that's my gardening. That's my <laughs> landscaping method. Yeah, that's right. When she passed away, with volunteer uh, gardening volunteers, group went up there and cleaned up her backyard, and there those plants were. Oh, good, still growing.
7: Sounds like Maury Maverick. Y'all, y'all know who that is? Yo, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So. Purple Martin Maury. When, when I ran a store downtown, he came every day. Oh, wow. Did he really? Spent something every day yeah. of the week. <laughs> and you you'd walk, drive by his house, and it's like, where where's he planting this? He doesn't have any more room. <laughs> but he made a point of every day during his walk, he would come in and buy at least one, That's one item. That's great.
3: Yeah, that's cool. You know, he's credited with saving Fannick Nursery. Really? Yeah, they were going to uh, uh, re... Uh, you know, he used to write in the newspaper, yes. in the Express.
2: Yeah, he was uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
7: famous. He wrote about well, and Purple his, Martin's uh, time. <laughs> I guess it was his dad or his grandfather, one of them to... Uh, that's why they coined the phrase, crazy as a maverick.
3: Mm. Yeah, right. And... <laughs> He
7: he used see, it's a history lesson, Milton. <laughs> Thank you, Trace.
3: He used to love to argue and fuss with Mister Fanny, the old Mister Fanny,
7: Ed Fanny. I and did,
3: uh,
7: I think his father was mayor.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah. I think he was too. He must have been the yeah.
1: Maverick. I'm guessing it's related to the Maverick family that yeah lived downtown. And <laughs> there you can see their house near them.
3: Sorry to interrupt. But sir. anyway, they uh, uh, they would fuss at each other. He he was a very liberal guy. And Mr. Fannick was a very conservative guy, and they would argue politics and everything. And they wanted to make that street that uh, Fannick's nursery's on residential only, no, no, no businesses. Of course, Mr. Fannick had been there for almost a hundred years, but. Uh, <laughs> When Marty, her, her, Mar- 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 I met him once or twice before he passed, but uh, <laughs> he wouldn't have any of that. He wouldn't do that. Mr. Fannick would never ask him to help him or ask anybody to help him. And uh, Maverick got on that case, and they repealed that. Uh, oh, good. They kept Fannick Nursery open. So uh, Mr. Fannick had a lot of good friends.
1: Hey, on that note, we've got to take another break. Okay, give me a break. I'm going to give you one right now. 210-308-8867. <laughs> we've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up right here from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Berlin Forty Road on 930 AM. The answer. Found up in the city, the
5: complains,
2: but where I come from,
1: And welcome back to No Burger's Garden in South Texas at 9.30 a.m. The answer. Again, don't forget, if you enjoy the outdoors, uh, get on over there to Wild Birds Unlimited and visit with Kyle and the rest of the gang at at the Hebner and Northwest Military. They've been helping homeowners and others to have a great experience uh, enjoying birds, enjoying other wildlife in their yard. We're still asking about the hawk house trace. I haven't heard back yet. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they'll help you out. They're problem solvers. Uh, they've got solutions to tons of stuff. Uh, and again, since they've been doing this now for a couple decades, uh, as the commercial says, they've seen it all. So uh, go by and visit with them. Uh, pick up the right feed for this time of year. Pick up the right uh, uh, feeders and all that at Wild Birds Unlimited. And just visit for a while. Get to know all the other customers in there. Uh, because it really is sort of a nice, uh, it's a, a very pleasant, very friendly, very family-oriented atmosphere at Hebner uh, and Northwest Military's location. Uh, it really is more than just a store. It's north. That's uh, Wild Birds Unlimited. You can give them a call, two one zero four seven nine bird 210-479-BIRD. 210-479-BIRD. Or uh, just uh, check them out at Northwest Military and Hebner Road for Wild Birds Unlimited.
3: Right. Yeah, the main thing is to clean those No, Is that the main damn thing? damn out of there. That's the main thing, So, huh? so that uh, sparrows can get it. Right, so that's apparently the main sparrows thing.
1: Sparrows stay all year. Jerry Jerry may speak for himself. I'm not sure he'll get that same <laughs> advice at
3: Wild Birds Unlimited. I hope the
7: mosquitoes attack him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I, I've heard that they're having a sale on sparrow houses. Have you heard? For, who was your source? Huh? Who was your source? I that don't remember. Is, yeah, you I know wondering. how my memory is.
1: Yeah. Uh huh. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What else, Trace? What well, else?
7: I got some good news yesterday. What? Uh, I got an availability for fall citrus trees. Wow! Wait a minute. That's All great, right, Trace. So I put uh, pencil to paper and. I scared myself. How many I was ordered. <laughs> so I had a couple other people look at us. Is this too many? Like 1,500 citrus trees. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, and that's not including you know, blueberries and grapes. <laughs> wow. And you will be Simmons. citrus
1: headquarters.
4: Yeah.
7: Yeah. Well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to come on two orders. Cause that's, that's <laughs> well, those
4: citrus good. are fine just so that they don't t- take the space for the butterfly <laughs> plants. Oh, uh,
7: jeez. Nah, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm just wondering where I'm going to put 1,500 citrus trees. Uh, they had some really cool new bananas that I hadn't heard of before. So oh, we'll neat. see if we can get some of those. Yeah, that's um, an interesting. Bananas. So you remember dwarf? Do you remember several? Yeah, there were some dwarf ones yeah. um, several years back. We had a, a whole slew of different kind of pomegranates.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: We're gonna I have remember a, those. We're gonna have a, a pink slew satin. Of, yep, that's one of them. So uh, we're <laughs> gonna have like a ten different varieties of pomegranates again. So I, I don't expect to see this till late August or early September. But, okay, um, but but we're lo- we're we are planning to load up. <laughs> now, what varieties do you have? You had the lemons, I imagine. Yeah, there was uh, tree form lemon and bush form lemon. Oh. And, um, they had some lemon frost. Okay. Uh, several different satsumas, several different regular oranges, Okay. Uh, good. calamundans.
3: Okay. All right. Um, wow. You remember my calamon? I do, though. <laughs> uh, Just because limes. it took a year or two to blend. A year or two, huh?
7: <laughs> it was a lot.
3: Uh, <laughs> I mean, you've got the regular satsumas like Sito and Miho and they,
7: they had some of the regular ones, and then they had some. They were just labeled as Mandarin orange, so yeah, don't uh, know, don't really know what. I don't know. What I don't they think are. they know what they are, so they just called it. Good. Yeah,
3: probably so. That's
7: that's pretty good.
3: Pretty good. That's great. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said, I was amazed right after that hard freeze. Oh, tomorrow, uh, this week is my brush day. Yeah? They come around, pick up your brush, and guess what my brush is? Most of my brush is. Citrus? Citrus. Oh, big time. But, uh, anyway... There'll uh, be
7: lots of tears. What, what, yeah. what amazes me is just now he's cleaned it up.
3: <laughs> no, we, we, we cut it down, or uh, uh, Rob cut it down, actually, and, uh... We stacked it so we could, we can still mow the grass, but uh, so we can wait for brush day. And we drag it out to the front yard. And that's what I've got a big, strong son for.
7: So I I learned a lesson doing some of this. uh You get one big branch that's got, uh, that's really wide, very full, and then you cut. All the smaller ones, and you stack them in that one, and you drag that one, and all the small ones come with it.
3: Oh, you can't put the big one out for trash pickup, can you?
7: Not for trash pickup, for brush pickup. For br- it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how big the limb is.
3: Oh, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen
1: people do huge trunks and stuff with, with the brush pickup. Oh, okay.
7: Now,
1: uh, someone advised me to put it all on a sheet difference between the, the and drag of, the sheet, uh, but then uh, it comes off the sheet a little bit. Yeah. I suppose
4: difference between what they tolerate and what the rules say too. Yeah. So you got but they're they are they are they they they're wonderful the crews and, the, and they they try to accommodate you but they are they are if they wanted to enforce the rules it could make it a lot harder than yeah it is.
3: I thought I had to be cut up to a certain size and I, think, think, that's
4: a, I think it's going
7: in a I know we always have to when,
4: when we do the uh, yeah. neighborhood area, we always have too much bamboo, so we always <laughs> have to have it.
3: Really? Oh, you think that's going to grow back, Calvin? <laughs> yeah. By the time you drag that those to the street, the bamboo has grown that's, back. That's right.
4: We, <laughs> we have to en- enlist about seven neighbors to let <laughs> us use their... Did right. you
3: did you have, did you put your bamboo out for the or did you cut your bamboo?
1: When way back when? Yeah, when you oh lived no, the, we the we I would cut it down and put it out. It was very satisfying. Uh. <laughs> have this huge thing of bamboo in the front. But then of the
4: didn't it house. bother you that it was going to be back
1: in a week? Uh. Yeah, no. For I just enjoyed the moment. I was oh, living in go. the living in the moment.
3: Uh. Got okay, about a minute before we have to get to the news. Okay. Uh, Neil mentions, and which I'll mention too. Oh, we haven't uh, given Trace a pepper to try yet. Yeah. Look what you see. Try one of those. But pe- pe- uh, he recommends peppers into your fall garden. Oh my God. Uh, the uh, and I as I'm looking out back toward the pretty. Those any high?
1: you can you can keep them if you like.
3: See that. See that. Uh, Oh. See that see that yellow pepper there sitting on the ground mm-hmm. with uh, full of peppers sticking straight up. Yeah. And uh, they they'll be like that till till fall. How's Get the trace?
1: Breeze. We got to take a break in a second.
3: Sweet, right? Not even not even hot, right? We'll find out
0: after this on The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer.
1: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. I'm Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons Dr. Calvin Finch. Give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free. It's 866-308-8867. I think we have a question coming up uh, in just a second. So as she comes on up here. Ma'am, did you have a question and you will you be on will you be on the air
3: with us? Oh sure. It's She's easy. She just retired from radio. Okay. I'm
2: looking
3: for oh,
1: looking for a name of her hibiscus. Okay. Oh, okay. Well we're we are we kinda of doing the show, so I gotta keep talking. <laughs> oh, you go you
2: keep going. Okay. You talk She's to, looking you. for a picture. Oh, okay,
1: looking for a picture. All right, two one oh 308-8867. And I think what you've just done is you've created the mild penguin.
3: Yeah. We'll Tra- wait. Trace had one. Well, how long do I have to wait? Well, that lady that tested them out here, Yeah, she gave 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Yeah. Okay. And that's what I've heard that. From I, I ate it at 1 o'clock, so hair. we'll see.
4: Let's see, your hair is starting to
1: fall. Is the sweat that noticeable? No, there's no... We, so uh, if you got an orange, uh, I gave Warren some. We can see how his are. Yeah, but they're supposed to be red. Nothing. I know. Whatever not is. You have this, this a was orange. the the UT uh, penguin. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. you talk talk to him a sec. 210-308-8867. Calvin, you sure you want to try one? It's a very good- no, no, I don't. I don't I think don't. Trace will even eat these because they're not hot. Okay, I'll just put them here. Or we have to save the seeds, I guess. What, do I just save the peppers and put them in a drawer or put them in a, a pill bottle in That'll the fridge? that I
2: think.
1: Yeah, I don't know. The Jerry has all that complicated stuff that you're supposed to do with with washing them, don't wash them, and all that stuff. So I, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I can just put maybe the whole pepper in a pill bottle and save it until if anybody else wants seeds.
4: Um, yeah, if you might might be better if you, even if you cut it kind of cut cut the uh, seeds out no oh, okay rather than leave, leave the whole thing in there
1: oh well that's easy to do okay
4: um so milton all right where did you, everybody I, I got go? 3 i
1: got 3 what's that
4: where would everybody go is Oh, it, yeah. Has everybody gone to lunch or
1: maybe so yeah well if trace comes back or if you want to try one you can come up and try one but these guys are not not. Uh, they're, they're scared. They won't try one. <laughs> well, I, got, I, I gotta wait uh, another seven more minutes for the heat <laughs> to kick in.
3: I would I would be glad for it to be, not hot.
1: I think it's not hot.
3: <laughs> okay. Okay. You're the only one that's ever said that, Milton.
1: But but I'm the only one that did the orange. You didn't give the woman the orange. <laughs> All right. again 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. Yes, sir, what you got going on over there? Uh, we didn't
3: we didn't we didn't talk about uh Calvin's article yesterday very much. And uh he listed a lot of good uh
2: a lot
3: of good uh plants for the summer. And it starts on the front page, What I've got to get back to. Okay. The headline is Purple Martins, Purple Martins, Fed, F-E-D. What does Fed mean? I'm sorry? What does f- f- Fed mean, what F-E-D? You, what's
1: the context?
3: In relation to Purple Martins, Fed.
1: Well, ha- hang on. We've got to, we can't, um, we're trying to help, but. <laughs>
3: Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's got a picture of Purple Martin. Uh, and, and Calvin mentions that uh, they're grouping together and leaving. They're, they're leaving. They're going to leave pretty soon. Yeah. Okay.
4: Well, and mine have have left. Of course, the men and I declare that. <laughs> they're they are show back up. Back the first yeah. <laughs> they come back for a couple days. Maybe they're coming uh, in for a vacation or something. Yeah. But, uh, the,
1: See the river walk.
4: Yeah. There's a there's a whole bunch of uh, the re- the research projects and the books about purple martins. They talk about the this period of time. The young accompany the parents off to visit some. Uh, oh, they might go to Mitchell Lake. They might go to places where there's insects and hang out for a couple of days. Then they come back check in. But pretty soon they they go to the assembly points. And they, they have local assembly points, and then they have the major assembly points, and then gradually... What they, do they do with
1: the assembly points?
4: They, they assemble. Mm-hmm.
2: And yeah, that's they, the name. That's what they... And, <laughs> they, yeah. and they, yeah, they have just... a
4: tendency to... They assemble, and then they go as a group down to the Oh, I see. Amson. Okay. So... Yeah. and that, okay. And that's... Uh, that's uh, it's kind of amazing how quick how early they they leave. But uh, <laughs> now I'm I'm thinking that they're probably gone. We'll maybe get a re- report from other uh, purple martin uh, advocates or folks that have nests up and, and tell us if they're if their martins are gone too.
3: Now that let's see that I get confused. Does the brown sparrow stay? Don't they?
4: They do. They never they they do. I've been trying to get them to go over to your house.
3: But <laughs> now, everybody can bring your sparrows over to Jerry's. Hey, Calvin mentioned. He's now
1: accepting sparrows. Mentioned. It's an assembly point for those uh, sparrows. <laughs> hey,
3: Calvin mentioned sparrows. He's coming around. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling he's it not. Says, now, he says, now is the time to lower the houses and clean out the remnants of the nest. I placed the used nesting materials from purple martins. And the English sparrows
1: uh-huh.
3: that shared the houses in the compost pile, he put the, he, he puts puts an old nest in the compost
4: pile, so the sparrows will have more room. It's kind yeah. of a kind of an interesting situation now because the with the martins leaving, the sparrows are all in a tizzy. <laughs> no. you know, they're the, excited, and, and the young ones are there, and they're all these new. New nests, are, uh, apartments are available. There and so, you go. So there's a lot of scrambling going on.
3: Do you do you have to put out a sign saying apartments available. It's
4: funny they're they're very bright. So when you lower the lower the houses and ship and pull their nests out and put little stoppers in the in the yeah, apartment, they yeah. they understand that. They
3: understand that. What do you do with the young ones, young spares that you find in there?
4: Uh, the good news is that they're they're generally their their timing is pretty close to what the oh really the martins are. But That's good. Yeah. Sometimes you find eggs. Yeah. Hmm. What do you do with those? Do you try to hatch them out and release them? I don't know. So they get lost on the way to the compost oh. pile. Oh. Okay. Yeah.
1: Mm. Hmm. All right. Scary milk. Two one zero three zero eight. We here. Will you finish helping um, this nice lady real quick? And yeah. All right, and then do you want to defend yourself against anything that he said? And, <laughs> no, I just uh, it's
4: best just to ignore it. Just okay. But the uh, uh, the Martins, it, it is. It would be interesting if anybody out there has a different. Uh, if their situation is different, if they're young or haven't left the nest yet, and if they're, oh, that'd be neat. Yeah, if they they have a tendency to do is do that two-day thing away, and then they come back, and then they. They'll assemble, uh, assemble oh, like at, at at your houses, and then they might go to a central place like Mitchell Lake. Yeah. And then pretty soon they'll be, and I don't know where the the major assembly point is in the Bear County area, but the, I'm sure there's several of them where they will assemble before they head south. All right,
1: let Let's talk to Yolanda on the line. 210 308 Hi, Yolanda. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today?
9: Hi, I'm doing good. How are you?
1: Good, good. What's going on?
9: Well, we, have, we live in a, uh, an 80-year-old house, and we have this 80 to 100-foot pine tree, and I think it froze during the snow that we had. Um, all the pine needles are brown, and they're all falling. We see no green at all, but it's so high that we don't really know if there is any green on the very, very top. So uh, I don't know whether to remove it say. or wait.
3: <laughs> did Pardon? you you said it's 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 tall tree,
9: tall pine? It's a very tree. tall. It's like eighty foot high.
4: Hmm. Did they? Did anybody? Uh, we don't have a lot of pines here. Yeah. So. What part
1: of the world are you in? Are you in San Antonio proper?
9: I am in San Antonio, uh, like in the Monticello area, historically. Okay.
4: Near
1: Jefferson.
9: So yeah, okay. now, one of let's
4: yeah. see, the 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 ones that we've got bald uh, Cypress that are that are pretty big. Now, eighty feet is huge.
9: It um, is. We live in a two-story house, and it's a lot taller than the house.
4: Oh my goodness! Yeah, but that and the
3: foliage has been in the past nice and green
9: yes
4: how
3: close is that it's not a regular
9: uh, I'm, I'm sorry it's not a it's not a regular pine tree you know like the ones that are most skinny and tall no yeah. this one has the branches and it's got pine needles and pine cones
4: pine cones right uh, have, have you got is there a Air, uh, arborist that operates in your neighborhood where you can just- well we
9: have yeah we have an arborist but he doesn't make house calls like he used to so wow. i mean i have had several tree removal companies and of course they all say yeah it's dead you know we, we can remove it for so much they want to charge us you know several thousand dollars to remove it
4: oh yeah well that's 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 the issue. Uh, yeah, I know. They, so did, I they, know did they did they did they say pine or did they say any other names?
9: No, it is a pine tree. Yeah.
4: Okay. But it doesn't have but the I long mean, needles.
9: It's got the, the the needles. Yeah, it's got the needle that's like a V, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, there's no leaves on it at all, just pine needles.
4: Is it close to the house? Yes. Oh, well, you're going to have to deal with it, probably.
9: Uh, uh, the the it thing fa- is, it's been down. going on. Yeah, it's been going on since February. Well, you know, since the snow. Yeah. So they had told me wait it's not, a few months.
4: Yeah, the kid, the the snow didn't kill it. It's the cold weather. The snow was, in it's fact, cold. insulation and uh, probably uh, uh, reduces the the impact of the. Freezing temperatures.
3: Yeah, I'm surprised that that, uh, freezing temperature killed. If it is a pine,
4: yeah,
3: a pine tree.
9: Yeah, yeah. I know um, it is. It is a pine tree because they they've told me, but I don't know what kind of a pine tree. You know, but I know that it's not. It's not the regular one that looks like a skinny Christmas tree. No, this one's got the branches.
3: Did you Did you say you have only one?
9: Yes. Just
2: that one big huge tree. Okay.
9: Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe I can take you a sample of it over there. I don't know.
4: Um, yeah, that'll work. What'll What'll we do? I mean, you'll just. I so, mean,
9: just look at <laughs> it. We can. Yeah,
4: I think you. I, I think you have to break down and, and have an arborist uh, yeah. take a look at it, make a. A, a final decision. You'll have to decide. Yeah, you have to decide yeah. because it's if it's. Dad, it's close to your house, and it's that large. It is a threat to the house. Yeah. Right,
3: uh, right. We, if she would bring us a sample over, uh, maybe Mark Peterson could come by and look at it. He would probably yeah, who, know what it is. Yeah, who is he? Is. Yeah, he's a, a forester. Used to be worked for a, a reputable organization, at Texas A&M.
2: And
4: oh, great. that is he's I don't know
2: what oh. you,
0: uh, what
4: uh, poor Mark is going to do, though. <laughs> poor Mark will be able to identify ad- identify what kind of tree it is, but he, he's going to say the same thing we're saying, or that, or that your arborists have said you're going to have, probably have to take that down. Yeah, it usually
3: be dead or don't freeze back.
4: Yeah, I don't think it's, yeah.
3: if it's a true pine.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, but it doesn't sound like either one of you, no matter what it is, thinks it's going to come back at this point. No. Oh. Okay, so we're back to the same problem is that other than identifying it, it sounds like it's yeah. got to be removed. Well, or? It's like kind of... Should she wait any more time?
3: Kind of getting shot and killed, Milton, and you want to know what kind of gun it is. Well but she wants
1: to know whether whether
3: it's been shot. she doesn't know whether it's dead or not it's dead okay
9: I don't know if it's wounded or dead
3: uh, yeah there you go thank you thank you yeah. for playing <laughs>
4: yeah you ar- the if if the arborists have looked at it and determined that it's that it is dead and then then yeah. the next step is to make a plan for uh, <laughs>
2: Dealing with it, get out of
3: there. We definitely want to, if it is dead, we want to figure out what kind of pine it is. Right. Right.
2: Because
3: you don't see a lot of pines. They're kind of in the magnolia category. Yeah. Where they, some live, some die.
1: Well, that area probably has good soil. Yeah,
3: it does, probably.
9: Yeah, okay. well, I mean, it's like my curb appeal, this big tree. You know, everybody that sees it, they all go, ah, you know, because it's so big. Then we have lights under it where it just shoots up onto the trunk of the, the branches of the tree, so it looks really pretty.
3: I, I hate to so. part with
9: it, but, you know.
3: And when the, when the top falls on the roof, you just have to reposition those lights. I don't
7: think he's well, helping you too much.
9: The, oh. <laughs> no, the lights are on the ground. They're going. Uh, yeah,
3: but I'm talking about shining he's, up into he's the street.
4: He's making oh. jokes. Yeah,
9: <laughs> which isn't uh, for, on your
4: side. It's not pretty fun. It's not yeah, funny to I have a tree to deal I
1: don't with. see. I don't hear her laughing too
3: much. <laughs> I know. She's, she's trying
2: to figure I, I out where do, to put
3: those lights.
9: So who is this guy Mark?
3: Mark Peterson at Sauls.
9: Now,
1: well, and is there a current urban forester?
9: Yes. Is
1: okay. It? Yeah, I imagine there is, and yeah. that would be a good person to. Well, no, can okay. call, you can call.
4: You can call them, but uh, I mean, it'll be. It'll just. What? I'm, I can't quite figure out what they're going to do, other than tell you that yes, the I just want is someone, dead.
9: To and, yeah, just someone to come and yeah, I just want someone to come and tell me okay, yeah, it's dead, definitely. Uh, yeah, Remove I think she it. wants
1: an unbiased. You know, you're not getting being paid thousands of dollars to tear it down. Right, opinion exactly. You can look. Exactly. She wants to feel good about it.
4: You can look up right. Texas A A and M Forest Service, and call the rep. The problem with that is that he's—they've got a t- large territory, and it'll just take them a long time, a while, to get right. to, to look at it.
9: Okay, okay.
1: righty, okay, well, tell us what thank happens, you. Yolanda. Thank
9: you so much. Bye-bye. Right.
1: Bye-bye. Taking a quick break and come back and coming back in a moment on 9:30 a.m. The answer. burgers garden in south texas on 9 30 a.m the answer 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 toll free 866-308-8867 i mean do you even like peppers calvin oh yeah okay they won't eat it they don't believe that we're
7: so i just want to say the sweat on my forehead is not from the pepper is that
1: right it could be the humidity all right. Again, 210-308. Yeah, we got lots of folks on the on the porch able to answer your questions. So 210-308-8867. And then uh, we'll see if we can trick Tracy. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's answering a question uh, from a staff member now. But uh, we'll uh, see if we can trick him into telling us what's uh, coming in next week because it sounds like we've got some stuff that we've talked about but haven't uh, – haven't seen that he's got coming in. So uh, let's see.
4: Be wonderful. Some porter weed.
1: I'm, I'm hoping it's Laura Bush Petunia. But I don't know. What? Why are you pretty looking? Pretty hot. What is. Pretty what? Oh, is it too hot for Laura Bush? I would think so. No, I thought Laura Bush liked the heat. Well, or we generally
4: you. don't. Uh, do, I don't Can you think, think that, that we uh, have it nice nice. available when it's. Oh, okay. Is this Hot. Can you come well, okay. maybe. Oh, yeah,
1: I, I don't know, or maybe I don't think it's stevia. No. no. Uh, now, regular petunias, no. Regular petunias are kind of kaput in the spring, but
4: they're kind of yeah. They don't they generally don't show up. Don't have them in the okay.
1: middle of summer. Well, okay. He's coming back from lunch.
7: Already.
1: When do we? uh... When do the Laura Bush petunias generally hit the nursery? Last month. Last month. Okay.
3: We didn't have anything.
1: Either. I know. I'm just hoping. Okay. Did you I'm provide
3: sure. anybody
7: we know with seed? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, you did? Oh, dear. I can
7: get them seed. Okay. Uh, the, the question I asked, did he already provide? He said, I yeah. can get. That's.
3: Now, I don't know. If I get.
7: Now, if we get some it'll seed, t-
3: it'll be the end of August before we get them. In. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then it's, when what's what's the end of their season?
4: Well, well they're blooming until frost. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And that's a good time for them.
1: Oh, okay. August would be a good time.
4: August, September, mentioned.
1: A- I was while you were answering your question, I was saying that we would try to trick you into telling us uh, what was on, what was coming in next week that you hadn't. Uh, can you give us hints? No. Oh, you won't even give us hints. <laughs> uh, go I to did. MilbergerNursery Yesterday,
7: pleasure. I said it's something that we already talked about. All right but we talked about so
1: much. That was new. Oh. That was
7: new this week.
1: Right, but the plant's not new, is it?
7: No, but it's new this year. We haven't been able to get them all year.
1: Okay. Hmm. We'll find out. Is <laughs> Actually, it going to be a sale
7: item? Yes, it is.
1: Okay. So go to on Wednesday. You can check out the ad at nursery dot com. Marty's on the line. Let's see if we can help our buddy Marty out at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Got a Meyer lemon question.
10: Hey, Marty, what's yeah.
1: happening? Welcome to the show. How you doing?
10: Uh, thank you, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate sure. it. Yes, I have a question. Uh, I purchased a Meyer lemon uh, tree from the Millburgers last year, and I, w- I want to know uh, what is the age of those trees, more or less, and about when can I expect some Meyer lemons?
3: Did it kill in the freeze?
10: No, this
7: this is what I just purchased from there. We said last year. That's why he's asking that. Yeah, they got, he got right. confused. I purchased, yeah, right.
1: Do you have lights hung in it? Because that makes Jerry particularly excited. So I'm assuming you grew
7: it in a pot and you moved it in and out for the cold? Yes. Okay. Um, All right, so it's really up to God. But it's capable this year, but I think the weather was not uh, fond to any citrus tree. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, you'd have to have blooms back in March and April to have fruit for this year. So hopefully next year. Okay. Make sure you're fertilizing it, make sure you got it in the sun, and make sure you keep it in that pot and move it in and out every time it's going to get stupid cold.
4: To reinforce what uh, Trace is saying, I've got two, and both mm-hmm. of them finally came back, and one has got uh, fruit on it and the other doesn't, but mm. uh, they both got foliage, so... I'm real happy that I've got some. To
3: did they lose their foliage after the? Oh fruit? yeah,
4: gosh, and I and uh, I thought their stems were done for too.
3: Yeah, usually when a plant loses its foliage like that, it won't have fruit yeah. that following year. Yeah.
4: So that oh. that uh, Meyer lemon did. Now my uh, limes have not are not nearly. <laughs> I, I've got a few le got a few leaves on there, but it's exactly the situation that we've discussed several times that they're always is kind of a precarious existence mm-hmm. they got some leaves there but it looks to me like, like you know I'm not real confident they're going to
3: survive yeah. are the fruit are the little fruit low in the plant or I not understand.
4: on the lime not on the lemons there's no yeah. fruit on the limes but not on the lemons They're
3: scattered out of, all yeah, over the tree kind of, that's weird but uh, yeah
4: just, uh, just another uh, vote for how wonderful Meyer lemons. Are. Yeah, that
3: that lemon has taken more cold than I've ever seen a lemon take. Uh, and oh, I don't think you, everyone
7: do. I've seen's dead, so I'm not sure what y'all are talking about.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, oh. a used. To, they used to sell Ponderosa lemon, didn't they? Uh, yeah, we did. Without the name of it. but I don't hear much about those anymore. Can you get them? Are they available?
7: It wasn't on the list. Okay. Uh, so I had ones that were grafted I, coming. I've got some that were from cuttings coming. Wow. And then I've got some dragon rootstock. All right. Coming. I think I ordered like 200 of those just on the yeah. the lemons and limes That's I'm supposed
3: seeing, to be dwarfing.
4: A, it
7: sounds scary, the
2: dragon uh, rootstock.
3: <laughs> <there. laughs> the plant is scary. Thorns and <laughs> s- twisted stems oh, wow. and and i don't know how they <laughs> i don't know how they graft them i mean they got vicious thorns on them the rootstock has but uh but that that Meyer lemon has been in of course people used to like to grow the ponderosa lemon because it's big as a small watermelon but uh i i think uh this one i was going to
7: say grapefruit but yeah um, yeah,
3: yeah. Well, I'm talking about the midget watermelon. Okay, all right. <laughs> Not the black diamonds or the Um uh, 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 But it'll be interesting to see. Now, the story... I other, uh, one
10: other question. I'm oh, sure, Marty, question. what... Yes, I have uh, some uh, peat seeds uh, that I want to plant uh, in, in, in the ground or, say, in a okay. pot to get them started. And uh, do I plant the seeds... Okay. First of all, should I put put them in? a say a little plastic bag with a little water and put them in the refrigerator, and then
4: plant
7: oh, the seed. Pardon? The yeah. seed. Yes. Yeah, it's got it's yeah. got to
4: got to have a period in the refrigerator.
7: Yeah. Okay. It does okay. so? I'm waiting patiently. <laughs> if there's enough justice to your answer, <laughs> or <laughs> if you're going to help him out. <laughs> okay.
3: Well, where'd you where you get the seed? Why why well, is it? Ones f-
7: I, I,
10: that's the ones I got from there from that harvester uh, peach, and that's the one I want to make sure it takes.
3: Oh, okay. Is it yeah. a... Do you know the variety? You said harvester. Har- yeah. Har- har- oh, harvester. harvester. Oh,
10: okay. Yeah, that's what... Yeah, and and well, uh, well. I, I tasted, it, but it was really good, and so I, I want to plant it. Hopefully it'll take. So well, uh, make sure I do it the right <laughs> way.
3: The, uh... What Trace is getting at uh, is that Just because you plant the seed of a peach variety doesn't mean that their offspring is going to produce the same kind of fruit as the mother plant did. Oh, okay. Because they're they're cross-pollinated, and uh, citrus is the only one that uh, all citrus, I I shouldn't say all, but uh, citrus comes true from the seed. Okay, okay, I got, I got you. Okay, okay. so okay, but it, I you. I, there's a lot of seedling, <laughs> you know, uh, for years a lot of people have planted a seed of a good taste in watermelon and peach and everything else, apples. Okay, right. Uh, and they, they, they some, the fruit, the production of some of them are g- very good. But some of them are not as promising.
7: All right, no, so I'll, what, what I'll do I... the rough justice thing then. So all the money you were going to spend to try to grow this from the seed, if you right. come at the end of January, early February, you will, can buy one that's already grafted and already big okay. enough to maybe produce. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. <laughs> all right. There's a little rough justice on the answer there. That's that's the right <laughs> okay. that's the right thing to tell you.
10: Okay. Let me ask you, going back to the Meyer lemon, can the Meyer lemon uh, bloom more than once in the year, or does it bloom only, uh, uh, more, I should say, more than twice, uh, two times? or I just think it does. It, it blooms
2: all the time. It blooms can, all the yeah. time. Yeah. It definitely
7: can, but, you know, you have to have a certain length of time for that fruit to, to ripen, so not every bloom is going to turn into fruit that's edible. And not
4: every Bloom that does turn into fruit makes it to to harvest either because they all the the same the tree can have a whole range of uh, different age uh, fruits on.
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's that's what's kind of nice about uh, we had a calamondin at the greenhouse, and that stupid thing would bloom all the time. You could take pictures of the blooms and the ripe fruit on the same tree. Side by side. Wow. wow. So, uh, but uh, uh, w- what what is nice about, especially in a container, is that when they bloom, that sweet fragrance is uh, right. is there all year all year long. Yeah. Now Thanks the freeze got it at the greenhouse.
4: And if you're I'll lucky, you get a giant swallowtail lay some eggs in there. Yeah, and you'll you know. have, You'll have caterpillars that look like. Uh, Poop.
3: Bird poop. Yeah. Oh, my
7: God.
3: They look just like it. I mean, I think (laughs) I got a picture of one. (laughs) Leave it to you to
7: find a silver lining. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. Well, thank you guys for the
10: information. I really do appreciate it. I really do. All right. Good luck. Thank Thank you. Thank thank you, guys. Okay. Bye-bye.
1: You bet. All right. Then I'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. The...
3: Neil recommends a, uh, the best types of plants to plant that can take the heat. And the best types include purslane, which we talked about mm-hmm. earlier. I got it. All, yeah. All sorts of different colors. And moss rose. I got it. Which mm-hmm. I, did we determine that was a different color? Sitting on the left, right side as you come in.
7: I I don't think so. Although there's some quartz out there that are some some new introductions in in the fortune series. Right,
3: and uh, I I don't know if moss roses moss roses are are recedes as easy as vinken as that uh, first lane. I wouldn't count on.
7: Yeah, they're easy though.
3: Yeah, they they're easy to grow.
7: Oh well, really? yeah, but they're so cheap. Why wait? Just buy a new plant.
4: <laughs> well, you don't even have, you don't have a choice because if you, if you grow them like on a I do on the patio, they come back every year, and you have different ones there.
3: from yeah. Okay. So
4: if you, it can get to be a, a kind of a disorganized mess, and you, you just have to kind of you have to ignore the seeded ones in favor of getting the. The colors you want for the various So you're different. saying
3: pull out the seeded ones even if they're
4: blooming? Is that uh, what you're saying, I have Calvin? a tendency to to plant the ones that we have like here at the nursery yeah. but, but then I just if uh, if there's one that's not interfering that oh, okay. I, I just leave it I, I don't I don't make a point of pulling them out <laughs> he, oh. cut, he color
7: coordinates mm. That's what I got out of that and but
4: they—they they also, you know, are, are targets of uh, the birds. Like the seeds, always. maybe that's
3: it. Yeah. Maybe there—that's
4: uh, always the English sparrow. Your favorite English sparrow, yeah. And lesser goldfinches uh, uh, always harvest. I wonder. That seed. I think
3: they probably. I know chickens will eat uh, eat the whole whole plant, Yeah. They peck, peck around and eat the whole plant.
4: You're right. Even the birds yeah. eat pieces of them. Birds it. do that.
3: Yeah. It's easy to easy for them to chew, and melt Yeah, Oh, okay. Stems or so.
4: Healthy, healthy <laughs> uh, diet. Uh, and
3: Bosch, uh <laughs> Did you say you had some Cora X D R? Yeah. Mika? I'm sure I do. Okay. Uh, let's see. Who was I talking to earlier on? Oh, you were telling about about uh, how many hanging baskets of uh, of vinca you've had to throw away during this rainy season.
7: Yeah, but not not near not near as many cora series as uh, the others, though. Oh, is that right? Yeah. That, <laughs> that color you weren't quite sure whether you liked or not. That's uh-huh. not cora. Oh, okay. So I thrown a lot of those away.
3: Oh, uh, uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When they, when they called me to come out and uh, uh, look at uh, Color Spot at their dying uh, Cora, at that time it was Cora, the real uh, first Cora. And they said, can you recognize Cora from the other types of uh, Vinca? And I said, hell yes. The dead from foli. the truck. And they said, well, would you come out and look at ours? I said, you don't have any Cora, do you? He said, no. He said, we, we bought them as Cora, but they turned out not to be Cora. Uh, it was when they were first coming on the market. And so I drove out there to see them, and the guy was with me driving around looking at them. And I said, uh, we got to the dying vinca's," And he said, well, okay, which one's a Cora? <laughs> I said, none of them. She said, oh, yeah, we, we had a, have a uh, sales sheet that said we ordered some corn and planted them out here. And I said, no, none of these out here are corn because they're not, they're not dead or dying. And uh, he called me a couple of days later. He said, we investigated that seed by and come to find out uh, it was. We didn't have much cora. Uh. and so all of that stuff died. Mm. I mean, old houses of this. I, I
7: can recall a maybe a ten-year stretch where nobody even planted vinca.
3: Yeah, yeah. Before yeah. Cora came, or it
7: just kept moving the n-
0: date to this plant year, it. Yeah, yeah
7: No, nah, mm-hmm. I mean, Even July. the growing operations didn't. Grow. Oh, the growing operations. Yeah. Wow. there was. there was a ten-year stretch, I bet. Yeah. That vinca was not even used.
3: And it was killing the landscapers because uh, they used to use that as their main. Well, we, it
7: was we sold we sold more zinnias in those days. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh,
4: Binka, ben- for before that period was for a while was the mo- the most popular, the one that was sold the most, and then of course it went up. Yeah. Wasn't sold at all, and then now it's. Now, it's back to the back. most
7: popular,
3: but we've had so many dry, dry years that uh, the, the almost any, all vinca's tolerated that, uh, tolerated that uh, eraphytopha. Era but uh, when it's raining, uh, you got problems. But vinca, I'm looking at all these. Uh, all these uh, plants that uh, Neil recommended and the vinca and trailing lantanas are the only ones that are deer resistant and that's been the big selling point of vinca. Uh, What is that new gold lantana? Yes, yes. Holy smokes. I don't think I've ever seen. One with gallon containers that have that many blooms of per gallon. We got all kinds of firsts this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> theumbo and the. Well, have you ever seen that that much bloom on one? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, that's a that's a good one to get. I don't know if it's. A, I don't think it's on sale. No, or is it? No, it's not. But I mean, that thing got more blooms than leaves.
7: That I agree with.
3: Yeah, it's beautiful.
1: Nice bright yellow. All right, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a quick break. So while we do, you give us a call. 210-308-888. Oh, you convince her to get some, Jerry. Huh? we we'll back. You convinced her to get some. Oh. Just a psychic thing. Uh-oh. Okay, come on up. We'll get, we'll, we won't do it on the air. All right, back in a moment on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867, call us, tell us what's going on in your gardening world. We still have some time left on the show, and so we want to help you out, 210-308-8867.
3: Yeah, Trace walked away before I could ask him. Question: I probably already know the answer to. Is, do they have any sod? Hmm. And uh, you think I think it's the, been raining over. basically yeah, was say, you think with all the rain that they. Yeah, they can't get in there. And, yeah. With the cutters, uh, sod cutters. And uh, so anyway.
4: There's uh, Stacy if you want to ask her. I don't know if
2: she. Thank you. Hmm. Oh, all right. Two one zero
3: three zero eight.
1: 8867 210 308 oh,
3: 8867
1: <laughs> All right. Trey, come here. Yes. Oh, okay. Trey, run.
3: Have, do you have any grass or is it right now?
7: Um, well, we had grass. Okay. So we got grass uh, Friday, actually I think Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and Saturday. But it's going to rain Tuesday, so we might have grass Monday. Okay. But there's a very good chance that we won't get grass for a while after that.
1: Okay. All right. So, hurry.
7: So I think there's some Bermuda out there right now that somebody canceled on, but that's the only thing I've got for sale right this second.
1: Okay. okay. So, there you go. That was a better answer than you expected.
7: Yeah. At least okay.
3: something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, they can come on by and pick it up.
3: Or give a call. Oh, first the call sir. doesn't come
2: kind of Yeah.
3: And we didn't mention uh, Angelonia, which is, they've had some
4: pretty Angelonia out there. And uh, pentas. That's mm-hmm. so, uh, my neighborhood, the deer don't eat Angelonia either. Is that right? Yeah.
3: I don't know. I may be thinking of something. Oh, Duranta is what I'm thinking about. Yeah. They'll eat Duranta. Yeah.
4: But
3: uh, That'd Angel- be good if they don't eat Angelonia. Angelonia
4: is. Uh,
3: pent- I mean, we made a big deal of that a couple of years ago. Yeah, penta's and um, ornamental sweet potatoes. Milton, mm. have you planted your sweet mm-hmm. potato? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they really. growing?
1: Um, I got to look at them. No, they. As of last week, they were just kind of the ugly stick thing that was in the potato. Oh, Okay. The uh, Malabar we haven't eaten yet either, and it's growing. It's very happy.
3: Well, so that'll go real good with your your uh, uh,
1: Okay. Well, Make look,
3: mix those together, man.
1: I will. I'll bring them if you'll try some. Uh,
3: no, I ain't trying them. Oh well, just, then why won't you try them? <laughs> I'd like to see the look on your face when you try.
2: Yeah.
3: Anyway, we mentioned uh, he mentioned uh, flower. No, don't like that. Purple fountain grass, or they can try the new one that uh, was made a Texas superstar this year. I think. I think he said he. Still got some plants of that purple uh, tropical hibiscus. Everybody, they've had some beautiful tropical busy! Trailing lantanas and a lot of others. So, uh, and Calvin mentioned. Let's see. What do you think Calvin mentioned? Sineers. There you go. Did he? How I'm did surprised. You, you're picking up on that.
4: <laughs> I also mentioned that if you, uh, if you uh, didn't have uh, blue that this, yeah, right. th- this spring as a nectar source, it's a great one. You g- go ahead and get some seed. Uh, go on the Internet uh, and find a, a seed source, and then you can plant it this fall with the rest of the wildflowers. The, the reason i like it so much is that it, it fills that gap it uh, is a great nectar source that starts booming early before the mist flower and the zinnias and so you you've got there and then it lasts a long time and it's blue blue yeah and it's a yeah it's a nice looking plant you know how i knew that matter? blue curl blue no. curl he's he's a whiz Not that way that's yeah. amazing <laughs> <laughs> Give me nothing, a little Nothing
1: here. gets past them.
3: I've got to
4: see grow some of that I guess. I never ever grown. Yeah, we had uh I don't I don't think it's uh, still think it, I think it's gone to seed in here here in the certified butterfly garden. But yeah. But it's a great plant. Long bloom period. Easy to transplant, that's why I recommend to folks. If you uh, have if you have a neighbor. That has some seed. That's the easiest thing to do is just get some seed from there. You just
3: sneak over there and get it. You don't. Down.
4: Uh, you, if you have good relations with your neighbors. Yeah, you don't oh, even who
3: has had good relations with say, the neighbors? I was going to say this is Jerry you're talking uh, to. <laughs> you know all those people that call in here and come by and ask for a screen. Yeah. So they can't see to their neighbors.
1: Yeah, those are all your neighbors. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but anyway. Uh, what was I gonna say? Anyway, uh yeah, sweet potatoes and trailing lantanas and we talked about that, tropical yeah. hibiscus. Mm-hmm. And I think Trey said they're getting some perennial hibiscus plants in. I
1: but, think he said they had some mallow, is that yeah, that's it. But did he say they have it now or they're getting it in? Uh, I
3: thought
1: they said I thought he said he had some now.
3: Okay. May do it. But the problem with it it's not my favorite, uh, uh, and it's a Texas superstar. Uh, they don't they don't have the one called Red River, and they want, don't have the one called uh, Flair, Flare, F L A R E, because, uh, like I said, we, when we had it made it a Texas superstar, we may, had thousands of those things in nurseries. And they sold real good, but uh, nur- nurseries have a tendency for a
4: plant to go out of favor, uh, and so they quit producing. It. Hmm. I uh, start. I ignored mine this year. My flare. yeah,
3: we and think yours is red flare.
4: Yeah, and uh, I because I ch- changed the location of the bed and. And they, once they get started there, you know, it's a major operation to move them. So I just kind of ignored it. But it wouldn't allow itself to be ignored. So, uh, so it came back? Yeah, it's come back.
3: Right. It's
1: Lewis bad. is on the line at 210 308 88 Hey, Lewis, what's going on? I want to get to you before we. Uh have to yeah, wrap up blue today. Blue
11: curl. I, I raise bees, and I'm always looking for something I can plant a quarter acre of or half acre of. Tell me more about blue curl and its cultivation. Not don't recognize that plant.
4: Well, it's a it's a uh, I guess we would call it a, a wildflower, and uh, grows in sun or shade. Uh, has a tendency to be hidden away for years. Uh, and grew. The only way it stayed in my neighborhood was it, it grew in the shade. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know. And bloomed in the shade. Yeah, bloomed in the shade. And then, then when the, we got in the uh, interest in the butterflies, mm-hmm. we started to notice that how attractive it was for uh, the butterflies in terms of the nectar source and the fact that it how early it bloomed and lasted a long time. So it kind of. Uh, started much earlier than the misflower and the zinnias and the porterweed but then it lasted all the way through till those started blooming um and uh jerry what's what's that that latin i think i have the latin binomial is it fa- there. is it, fa-
11: it phacelia phacelia ph-a-c-e-l-i yeah phacelia yeah, that's, that's, that,
4: that's what it is yeah.
11: Yeah, they grow uh, it in Europe a lot, and I had actually looked at planting some this fall because I think it'll take our winters down. I'm down on the coast, and I was wondering if if you knew much about the cultivation of it. That's how, it really piqued my interest.
4: I just, I, I just, think it'd grow like a wild I, I, one. Yeah, I just put the seed, uh, mm-hmm. put the seed out there, and as long as, a, as, long as the seed can make uh, contact with the soil, uh, mm-hmm. and it, it comes up fine, and uh, it grows.
3: Yeah, as far as seed is concerned, uh, Calvin gives a seed source of a Native American Seed Company.
2: Right.
4: Our friend, our, our friends at uh, the Well uh, Well Seed used to. I don't think used, they to, do, used to used to used to have it. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't even. Is,
11: is it a is it a fall bloomer?
4: Like know, it's, a, it's a spring a spring bloomer, spring. but a long. It, uh, let's see, quit blooming, oh, well, about July 1st it quits.
11: Okay, okay. Okay, well, good. That that, that really piqued my interest. I was glad you brought it up. Thank you.
3: <laughs> but I don't think uh, it's not going to be showy like a blue bonnet. I right, mean,
11: right. I've actually well, seen it in some cover crop put... catalogs.
3: Oh, okay.
11: Like He's trying to get pollinators? That Is that really? Thing? yeah for the pollinators and then just for a lot of when you're doing cover crop mixes like in the uh, yeah. you know if you're you know and if you want to really get your pollinators or bee source early when a lot of stuff's not blooming you know you can catch it early so that's what I heard yeah. so
4: and it fills, you know it uh, fills fills a lot of territory if you've got right of Turk's cap yeah.
11: right. Yeah, they use a lot in Europe for bee bee pollinators and where their plant yeah. uh, pollinator groups hmm. and that. Yeah, That's so good. the bee the bee people in Europe, I guess, grow it in the summer there where it's a lot cooler, you know, in the summer months. So good, good to hear.
4: That, the- <laughs> all right, sounds good. Thanks, Louis. Thank you. you Let us uh, keep us informed, Louis. What happens?
11: I'm oh, all quick. ordering some this fall. I'm, I'm looking for I'm actually I was looking for pasilia, pasilia, however you say it, seeds, and I found some. Big company in Nebraska has a big cover crop, and they were selling it in 20 pound cool. bags or 25 pound bags. Yeah, where you could drill it in. And that was, that's what I was going to do is drill in the, with the mix for this fall.
1: Okay, All All right. Right. thank you, All right. guys. Thanks, good Louis. Show. You take care. All right, we've got about a minute. What okay, you got?
3: I got a minute's worth. Oh, good. Okay. From Johnson City, Joe, and from uh, a man in Austin we'll it, says go. no. Uh, he wrote to you, I think, Milton. Says, no, I found out that foxes are also related to dogs. Yes, I was wrong. You, but... Did you get that? I don't know where I heard. <laughs> I heard something
1: from another station.
3: I don't know where I got the idea about one of them being more closely related to cats.
1: Yep, uh, I don't know where I got it either. But... Uh... <laughs> All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. We're back next Saturday, so get your gardening questions ready and uh, give us a call next week or come on by and visit us. Thanks, Al, for doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Wick. This is the end.